We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Cody and Gold, live in Las Vegas. From Radio Row. All week long on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Back here in Las Vegas, Cody and Gold, presented by Papa Murphy's. Order online for the big game this week. Save $3 off any large or family-sized pizza with promo code 610. And by Shelter Insurance, an insurance company you can trust. Visit shelterinsurance.com to learn more. Here in about uh, 10 to 15 minutes, we'll be joined by Jeff Darlington, national NFL reporter for ESPN. He has been basically camped out in Lake Las Vegas. He has been following the Chiefs the entire week. We'll get a little insight from him on that. I don't know if he has any insight on the on the Coyote or anything like that, that report that, <laughs> that went viral report. of uh, a Coyote attacking an NFL player, but uh, nobody seems to, to know. Yeah, nobody seems to know um, what the heck's been going on uh, when it comes to that whole story, but we'll find out if Jeff Darling knows anything like that and, of course, get his perspective on uh, what he has seen from the team and their approach out in Lake Las Vegas, plus the trash of the day about 20 minutes away. I think that um, the Coyote story is easily the most fun one, and the one I wish was the most true, <laughs> but probably not also true this year. Spags is obviously meeting the media again today. Um, they have to talk so much more during these weeks, and then they're free and clear. Tonight they can rest their head knowing that they don't have to keep talking and they can just focus on the game for Sunday yeah. starting after tonight. But I was going through the matchup, and again, as we get closer to this game, Gold, I think it's good to start diagnosing the areas in which you worry about what the Chiefs are doing. And there's one thing Spags has done in particular, and their defense has done in particular this postseason, that is once again very important against the 49ers. They have to limit the deep ball against them in this Super Bowl. Look, it's, I think it's probably worth bringing back up again. I think you'd think of the 49ers, you're like, I, I, we're probably underselling how dominant of an offense they were. Like, we've mentioned a stat on this show, DVOA, before. Again, just an efficiency metric. You don't need to know the nuts and bolts. It just is a number that tells you how efficient you were offensively. The Chiefs in 2018 were one of the most efficient DVOA offenses of all time. This one is not that far from there. Really what the difference is, the 49ers were 10 or 15% more efficient on offense than any than second place. Matter of fact, the gap between the 49ers and the second-best offense in the league, the Miami Dolphins, which we thought of as being a very good offense, is the same difference between Miami and the Chiefs at eight. So that's how big of a gap. So nearly double the efficiency of what the Chiefs had done essentially during that time. 
what the Chiefs did against the Ravens, what the Chiefs did against the Bills, what the Chiefs have done a better job than any defense in the NFL this year is limiting the big plays, which has made San Francisco great. They're going to have to find a way to do that again. And that's where Chris McCaffrey comes in. Like that, that, that's where like we can bring up Brandon Ayuk and the success he's had, but who concerns you from the big play perspective? It's Chris McCaffrey because of his strength. Right? Debo because sometimes too, I'll be honest. De- Debo, yeah. yeah, I mean Debo because of his speed and, and strength, but Chris McCaffrey in particular because he can take a, a dump off and you can feel like you got him matched up pretty well and he can turn that five-yard catch into 30-plus yards. And, and Chris McCaffrey is the most explosive player on the football field. He's the best running back. I think other than Mahomes, he's the second-best player as far as I'm concerned on the field. I know we can get into positional, positional value and where it is, you know, sure, Kelsey sure. and all that. And I, but Chris McCaffrey is, is a really, really special player. McCaffrey's the one guy you've got to throw out the positional value stuff. Yeah, yeah. You and I are the same. Like, I don't think running backs matter all that much in the NFL. I think they're relatively interchangeable across the board. McCaffrey is the clear exception to that. I mean, yeah. he's so obviously the exception to that. Look at what he's doing in San Francisco. It's not just the talent he has. It is the perfect fit he is inside of their offense. It, in the, big, the big plays, I think, for San Francisco, if they happen, are going to come after the catch. Right? I don't, I don't imagine in my mind Brock Purdy stepping back, throwing 50-yard passes down the field. I, you know, To me, it's going to be a 15-yard pass that gets turned into a big play. Because of a missed yeah. tackle or yeah. because of a blown and, assignment. And the Chiefs, to their credit, as you said, they have really limited to not only the deep shots down the field, but the explosive plays. I understand Zay Flowers got them for one, but if you, you know, that, that was Lamar Jackson being Lamar Jackson and being special and, and avoiding a sack. Like, Brock Purdy, the good news here, even though he showed he can run a little bit, if Leo Chanel again has an opportunity or Karloftis has an opportunity like they had two times against Lamar and one on that play, on his it, back Brock, Brock Purdy will be sacked in this game if that ha- in that same scenario. Yeah, I would think so. Most of Brock Purdy's success in the ground has been those like gap runs where he's kind of going untouched for 8-10. to 10. That's another thing, by the way. I'll kind of let him have. I know that they're like, well, do you spy? I asked Steve Spagnuolo about this actually on opening night. I said, is it harder to plan for the guys who aren't supposed to run running? He said, yeah, it is. Because, like, in Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen's case, you might spy the whole game because the man just might run, like, on purpose, as by design. And if not, at the very least, it's a normal part of their everyday play, so you have to anticipate it. It's harder with Brock Purdy because it's never designed. It is a broken play in which the coverage is good, things open up, and he's got a little bit of space. Because of their weapons, I think you kind of have to concede that without spying because – the risk of putting players around there to stop that one thing from Brock Purdy, which he's only shown here recently, is that if you for one minute put one less defender on the field, what the hell happens if Debo gets the ball or Ayuk or McCaffrey or anyone else in open space? And I don't want to risk that. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to spy. I no, mean, that, yeah, I mean, that, that's the beautiful thing. You don't have to commit Willie Gay Jr. to that aspect whatsoever. And I, I told you, I think, in the, what, 20 minutes ago, so we were discussing, I, I think if there's anywhere – that you do have to pay more attention is it kind of keeping your integrity a little bit if you're Carl Loftus or if Felix is in the game on the edge, and that is off of bootlegs. Like I, not maybe to the full extent. We saw Jake Browning do this against, against Kansas City, Jake Browning of Cincinnati early in the game. Maybe the Chiefs weren't expecting it, and you saw Browning have a lot of success he on did. bootlegs and got a ton of runs. I could see Kyle Shanahan early in the game trying to do something similar to make the Chiefs really start to actually key in on it and, and I wonder if that's part of the formula for Kyle Shanahan early. They've got better offensive weapons, so obviously it'll probably work better in the long haul. That happened like four straight weeks against the Chiefs, and then those quarterbacks did nothing in the second half. True. In retrospect, it wasn't so much that it was like design in those games. It might be in this one. In those games, it wasn't by design. It was out of uh, necessity. 
Aiden O'Connell, Jake Brandon goes like this run of those guys who were having all the success on the ground. And they didn't do anything after. <laughs> like they weren't like good in that game. It turns out that was the only offense that was available to them. Obviously, I think the San Francisco 49ers are different. Again, I probably and some other people have probably undersold just how good of an offense they've been. But at the same time, the Chiefs defense has been undersold about how good of a defense they are. So this same thing applies, and I don't think that that's just like one way or the other based on where this is. Like, they're both underrated. 49ers offense is better than you realize. Chiefs defense is better than you realize. So what's that, a wash? I'm not going to panic. It's just it's, it's the same thing. Limiting the deep pass, limiting the deep pass. You'll still get burned. I've conceded. The 49ers can have one of their drives go 14 play, 12 minutes, and I'll probably live my life. Not every drive. But they can have a drive like that. Chewing up the clock like we said before. I won a 17-14 game. You and I have been to <laughs> well, some higher-scoring hey. Super Bowls. Last year's was nuts. People love points. Nuts. We know that. And when people are betting, if you're trying to do all the over on props and things like that, a higher-scoring game puts you in a position for that. I was trying to see what the, the longest uh, touchdown drive, or what longest play, I should say, potentially oh, could bad? be. Just to see. I don't know if I can get it pulled up in time. But to to our question of asking, like, what's the likelihood of, you know, there's bets where you can make, hey, will, will one of the plays be over 60 yards or anything like that? I don't know if I can pull it up quick enough. But I would be curious to see, yeah, team to score the longest touchdown. Here you go. Team to score the longest touchdown. Kansas City plus 116, the Niners minus 142. So they're saying it's more likely the Niners have the longest touchdown. They're right. The and yeah, yeah. I mean, look. We, like, I, I we, don't want to look like, at the playmakers that they have. How dare they? Yeah, look at the playmakers that they have. No, they're correct. The Chiefs have not been a big play offense no. in two seasons. No. Now the the big the closest they came, and I don't even know if it would you would have been the Rasheed Rice touchdown that got called back for the holding call. Quick wide receiver screen, yeah. and there was just a huge bunch of you know bit of space for him. Well, their biggest big play potential is either Justin Watson thirty yards down the field, MVS thirty yards down the field, or that Rasheed Rice after the catch, shorter. He's there like it's not the same player, but if my guess is that if Rasheed Rice played for Shanahan. He would be used like Debo, where so much of it is like big body, moves well in space, and once he's going, he's going. They don't use him as the burner or whatever thing like that. I think they'd use him more in that facility or in that role. That's what kind of makes it interesting. We'll get to the trash of the day here in about 10 minutes or so, but let's uh, get Jeff Darlington on with us here. Jeff Darlington, National ESPN reporter. Our guests are brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Jeff has been covering the Chiefs the entire week, camped out, as I said, in Lake Las Vegas. And how, how does the vibe in Vegas compare so far versus where you were at in Phoenix a year ago or any of these other Super Bowls? I think it's tough to say this early in the week. It always changes, as you guys know, being here since Sunday. Like, you see, you'll see the wave come in probably starting today. Like, Wednesday's usually sort of when the, the energy starts to build. Tomorrow, by the by the weekend we're going to be like we were here first you start to it's like when you find a song that you like and everybody else likes it later the the full wave comes in and uh the takeover will happen but right now i mean the team is 40 minutes away if you're at home wondering if you know chris jones is rolling down the strip like it's not happening it's it, it feels very right now to me uh very business trip like i think if you're the chiefs you got to just take mahomes at his word he said look i love that he's like I'll take you all back here, and you know he's got the money for it. So just take him at his word, win the Super Bowl, and let Mahomes pay for the next Vegas trip. He will 100% do that. (laughs) And I I think that that's very wise. I'm telling you, it's 40 minutes away. I've been out there. It is like a kind of retreat type of resort at Lake Las Vegas. Um, There is – I would – if I was out there, I mean, I love the nightlife. I would not 
feel incentivized to come all the way to this trip. So I think that's a good thing. How much of your uh, your job this week is you're locked in on the Chiefs, Jeff? Uh, Taylor Swift, how much are people <laughs> asking you about Taylor Swift? We get asked about it every single day now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that there has been a little bit of a shift where I'm not saying it's accepted. The Brads and the Chads and the Dads are still yeah. all in a full force. And anytime I even mention it, anything. Um, but I think at least from a Kansas City standpoint, uh, it has felt more comfortable and accepted and uh, dare I say she feels like part of the family in, in all honesty when I'm at games her arrival is far less of a spectacle um, than than it has been um, and even the questions what I appreciate about the Chiefs they haven't been like oh stop asking me about that they have embraced every question in terms of just saying like she's great she's been awesome and I think that that is important if you push it away something with that magnitude you're trying to stop a tidal wave it's not going to happen and instead they've embraced it and at some point and Travis to his credit has had to sit in front of the media and answer non-stop questions and he's never said enough about that guys we're just going to focus on the game that to me is an important approach and I think accepting it is is probably a very important components of what's funny is that because of like the people you talked about they're like the, the ones who want to be upset for no who reason cared, in our yeah. opinion yeah that's only added to like the quote patrick mahomes gave you this week about like yeah. well i'll be the villain if you need me to be for sure that all feels like it's a part of it like they all seem fine with it like that's fine if you want us to be the bad guys we'll be the bad guys it's, they're not a natural bad guy that's what's funny about they're it they're not a they're likable like tom brady I, i'll be honest tom brady was a natural bad guy Bill he Belichick like, is the ultimate bad guy. Yeah, I compare him. It's like it was Darth Vader. Like, you are classic villains. This yes. is more of the like, oh, wait, no, you're the bad guy? Right. You were supposed to be along with us the whole time. A hundred percent agree with that. I do think it is unnatural. So last week, the quote you're referencing about Patrick saying, I'll be the villain that they need. I'd asked him, do you sense it? I mean, I obviously sense it. You guys sense it. Yeah. He's got to feel it, too. And he, he said yes, very clearly. Um, and... And I think it's – and he said, I've never been that my whole life. You guys know being around him. Yeah. He is a, a wildly likable human. And come at me if you want to tell me, well, look at him at the end of the Bills game. Oh, like the people who are saying that he was whining too much don't whine themselves every time a bad call happens. Like it, the hypocrisy with that is ridiculous. I think it is an unnatural bad guy, to your point. But as he even said – I. This, this part of what he said did not get as much publicity as I thought. He said, I want to be more fun and more charismatic than the Patriots uh -huh. did it. Yeah. Like, I thought that was so a he's openly shot. admitting they weren't fun they at all. They were not fun, <laughs> and he's right. Um, so I don't think it's a natural fit, a natural bad guy fit. People will come back around on him at some point, but if, the, if it's because of the family situation, that's the other thing. Like, I mean, I know this is taboo and sensitive, but if you're going to judge somebody – off of off of missteps of their family, good luck looking in the mirror. I'll be honest, I don't want that. Like I wouldn't want that in my life. Very <laughs> I few mean, people who would. Does and and by the way, I think that that is more reason to love the guy that he is doing all of this with incredible grace and class, despite anything that he has to deal with. So, to me, call him a bad guy if you want. He's a winner. Talking to Jeff Darlington of ESPN, national NFL reporter.
bigger picture for what this week could mean and a win on Sunday could mean for the Chiefs. We all know the Brady-Mahomes comparisons, and he would be pacing ahead of Brady in in numerous areas. Where do you come out on the conversation that has already been happening? I mean, it it becomes a dynasty if they win, in my opinion. Uh, You're doing – I would say that the Patriots after the 4 Super Bowl were a dynasty, and it's it's the same arc. Two in a row, back-to-back with another one piled on before – it, it, I mean, it, it's it's scary, the comparisons, really, when you look at Patrick compared to um, Tom in the first six, seven seasons. Um, it, the comparisons are glaring, deservedly so. Again, a different style. Andy Reid's offense is totally different than what the Patriots would do. Leaning on, here's what I'll say. The fact that they're doing it by changing their identity each year is what, to me, makes them a true dynasty. It's not like they're just doing it the same way. And Patrick, I've talked to him about that, and we've talked about it the past couple of years. Tom learned early on to use the regular season to create your identity for the postseason. And it doesn't have to be the same every year. And you can suck in the middle of the year and figure it out by the end. The Chiefs did that this year. And Tom's teams did that. And when you can do that, to me, that's when you become the scariest dynasty because you are evolving and teams are not going to be able to catch up. Yeah, that's, that's something that we, we've talked about. If, if this season's struggles and frustrations offensively could happen and they still end up in a Super Bowl, it's like how, how are we supposed to sit here next year in November if they're struggling, Jeff, and, and, and be like, oh, my goodness, this team's not good enough to get there again? The danger that I, I hope – I don't think Brett Veach would fall into this. The, my only wonder is – Halfway through the season, we're all saying, who, what wide receiver are they getting next year? Is it going to be Devontae Adams or Mike Evans? <laughs> right. right? And – I remember thinking that last year winning without Tyreek Hill was the curse of this year because they re- they thought that they could do it without an alpha receiver. And here they Might are. Be able to do it without an alpha I know. Receiver. And and I remember saying like see they screwed up because last year made them realize they could do it and they can't. But they did it again. I still think that they need that. I don't think you can keep that to me is not sustainable. I, I know that's probably weird. They're pushing to say. the limit. No, I think they're pushing the I think limit. the reason why it's not sustainable is next year the defense won't be the best in the league, and that's right. fine. That's the balance that you said of be a little different every year. You can go back to receiver. I think it's an easy sentence. I think one thing we fell into the trap of against the Ravens is, and I know, like that's a better roster overall. Right. When you look at these two teams, is there a real talent difference between the 49ers and the Chiefs? The 49ers have more weapons on offense, it's, but the it, difference between Mahomes and Purdy or offensive lines or defensive, like when it all shakes out, what are, they, deep, what are they, 2% better as a roster? That's fair. It does. I fall into the trap of looking at all the shiny objects on yeah. the 49ers. I mean, the weapons they have are ridiculous. I mean, let's put it this way. Put Patrick Mahomes on the 49ers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean look, offensively? Yeah. That'd be a pretty impressive score. But you're right. But de- no, de- I mean, defensively too. What yeah. is this? The f- There's been very few Super Bowls where it's two top five units on both sides yeah. of the ball. Like, they're a really good team. I, I think the experience of the Chiefs in this moment is massive. But, um, but to that point, like, I, I think that the evolution of the Chiefs, like you said, they're a defensive team this year. I still th- And Veach said this too. This offseason, the wide receivers weren't available. Like, it wasn't a great free agent crop. If next year Mike Evans, if they can get him, go get him. Like, continue, don't fall into the trap that the Packers got into with Aaron Rodgers where you just lean so heavily on the quarterback. Give some help to Patrick, uh, even though he clearly can carry you otherwise.
All right, before we get your game predictions, it's weird that once again it's Super Bowl weekend we're talking about field conditions and everything like that. Last year, <laughs> last year in Phoenix, we all know that was that was a mess. Right. This year, from what you're hearing, I'm not even talking about the practice field stuff this week with the 49ers and while the Chiefs are outdoors practicing in pads, they're complaining about <laughs> firmness of turf. But on, on Sunday, as far as you know, like, is, were there changes made? Or are we going to be talking on Sunday about this field? I don't think so. You tell me. I Look, I don't I, – I subscribe to the theory that everybody's got to play on the same field, like figure it out. Right. Um, same with the refs. Like, I, people saying that the refs are on the Chiefs' side. Like, That's right, yeah. I, don't, I never understand the field or the referee complaints. Like my son is eight years old, and he's already starting going down the rabbit hole. The refs screwed us. Oh, no. And I'm like, you do you not You got a nip in the butt early. I do, and I'm all over him about it. Like, the, if the refs were – if this was all scripted, you don't think that there would be a ref somewhere who would have come out and said, by the way, it's all scripted? It hasn't happened. But the field – they roll it in, right? They roll it in and yeah. out. Like it's like Arizona where the field yeah. is outside and then they put it inside. So it looks good to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get – look, that last one was mildewy. Like when we were there at the game, like what is this? Yeah, I kind of get – but I mean when both teams play on it, I, I don't know. feel like you get to look, make Look, man, I tried to grow some grass, some nice Bermuda grass, like a soccer field in my house. It's hard, man. I'm getting ready to just throw clover down. I'm done with it. I don't want. I don't want nice grass. It's not worth it. All right, let's get your prediction from Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. Jeff, just how do you see this one playing out? Lower scoring game, higher scoring than we think? Probably lower. Uh, I, I always find that the jitters of the Super Bowl play a factor. The the Chiefs have to do what they've done better than anybody and score early in the in the game and take the, the experience has to come on their sides early. The experience to me is the overriding factor of why I feel like the Chiefs have the edge. Um, I, I tell everybody all the time, when a player, when I hear a player, and they, the 49ers have not done this week, but when they say it's just another game, it's not just another game. And when you get there and the speakers are different and the national anthem hits different, you realize immediately it's not another, just another game. And if you prepare yourself as such, you'll be more prepared. And I think that that's the edge that the Chiefs have. Jeff Darlington of ESPN, appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. National reporter for ESPN. He's been camped out, keeping an eye on the Chiefs. And uh, a text line giving some Bermuda, Bermuda grass advice after he's talking about he's been trying it. to grow some. He's saying you got to have a lot of heat, got to have a lot of heat and sun. And uh, I do think, and the Chiefs were asked again today about the playing conditions, and, and they think last year was kind of uh, an, an, anomaly, an anomaly, I think is what he called it, yeah. Probably. I hope so. Like, I, hope, I hope that's exactly uh, the case, as a matter of fact. I do, too. I'm going to be honest. We're back. These shirts drawn some good attention a for the table. People, the Taylor Swift shirts. Everybody walks by, smirks. It gets, you know, it's a way to get some people to, to maybe stop by the table. That Let's be honest. Maybe we weren't going to stop by the table before. We're, we'll, we'll see. I'm not going to tell you who, but we might have somebody special stopping by the table just for like two minutes or so here as he's wrapping up another interview. So we, we shall see. By the way, our guests are presented by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. They're welcome to that as well. No, no, we've got sauce. We've got shirts. We should be a fun table to come by. And then Club 610 tomorrow. I still got to figure out. So it's got to be the the NFL won't say anything, I think, as long as it's the like an NFL branded or what's their official beer or something. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious how it's going to go. So today I brought in a bunch of sauce into a bag. And she said, hey, in that bag, is that just a bunch of water? And I said, oh, it's actually, I said, it's actually hot sauce. And I showed her. And she said, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, so you're checking for liquids in a way. And you're like, that's a lot of them. Like, I trying to decide the shape i think of a cans cans they're never going to check every can in there put it in the bottom of the bag like anything else bring it down there and nobody's going to say anything right right i think at that point then i would I be clear be... i think i can get it through security 
I just got to figure out how to make it plausible so that they don't judge me based on that. I think I'll be okay. I'm going to at least give it a shot. We'll have uh, Chris Fowler joining us in about 20 minutes or so. He'll be part of the uh, the international call uh, for the Super Bowl. Uh, but joining us here uh, in front of us at our table, our guests are presented by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs, is uh, Rick Harrison, of course, of Pond Stars. Kind enough to stop by for a couple of minutes. I, we saw you keeping an eye on the Taylor Swift show. So we got to talk to Rick Harrison. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. So what's what's this league like for you? A lot of people obviously stopping by the store, I'm sure, want to, want to take a little tour. Oh, no, it's absolute insanity. I mean, on a normal week in Vegas, I get like 2,000 people a day at the pawn shop. Um, it's been insanity. Uh, but it's Vegas. We always have some kind of insanity going on. Our show tries to do a lot of different crazy things. You know, we, we bought like an Amazon pallet once and tried to make some money for the show. You got any advice for us here? We're trying to sell some things on the side here in addition to our show when we're in Kansas City. Um, you know what? Great thing my dad once told me. Find out what you're not good at in this world and don't do that. Okay, but that might, <laughs> problem is that might be sales. Should I have never purchased this thing? <sighs> I don't think sales is my thing. I'd rather just yeah, talk yeah. on the radio. Seems okay, easy. Yeah. So can I, I guess, just wholesale it? Now I just get, just throw it away, give up, take a loss? Um, yeah, I mean, like, anything Taylor Swift is going to sell awesome. right now. I mean, like, everyone keeps on asking me, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? I'm just like, Taylor Swift already has. I mean, how much did she make off merchandising oh, of this? Oh, my goodness. I heard you God have bless some, her. I heard, I'm sure you guys have some Taylor Swift stuff oh, yeah. in the store. Oh, yeah. 100%. Dude. Yeah. Did you work on curating that before? It feels like you borderline like, all right, how much Taylor Swift stuff can I get in the store well, no, before I mean, they come to like, town? You, yeah. I mean, I, I have a big store. They've got thousands of people a day. We were like, well, yeah. one guy who does like a lot of the merchandise, like, we got to get Taylor Swift stuff. But like, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, definitely, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, at yeah, least yeah. figure out one way or another, right? Because making money is like my third or fourth favorite thing in the world. Okay, so <laughs> we're in Vegas for a couple more days. We've only been here half the time. If we were only going to go one spot out tonight, where are we going? Oh, uh, dude, there's a million and one places to go in this town. Uh, I can't even tell you. Pick a spot. Dude. It's Vegas. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're like, I'm trying to think of one spot. And you're like, there's 50, yeah. 58. You're fine. You can go to my bar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got a drink. You give me one drink, I'll show up. One drink, and then the rest yeah. is covered. Actually, during the Super Bowl, uh, everyone's asking me, Do you, are you going to the Super Bowl? I don't, no, I'm bartending in my park. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, it's right next to the pawn shop. Okay. I own the whole, I own the whole block there. So uh, Perfect. Yeah, I got my bar at my restaurant. I'm the world's worst bartender, by the way. Okay, I only may, know how to make drinks where the name of the drink is the ingredients of the drink. As in, like, rum and coke? Yeah. Vodka and tonic? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Simple enough. E easy enough. Easy enough. If you want anything else, you go, like, ask one of the real bartenders. There you go. Right That'll work. Last before I let you go, I know you got to run. Uh, Sunday, how do you how do you think the Chiefs win this thing? The 49ers? Who, who are you kind of got? I don't know, dude. Yeah. You know, as long as I can make money off it. <laughs> are you going to put some money on the game at least? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like, he, like you said, he likes his money. He likes yeah. his money. Okay, you see all these big, giant buildings up uh -huh. and down the strip? They weren't. Built on winners. Oh. Turns yeah. out. It yeah. turns out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, those are the guys, you know, like those giant sports books. I think they got it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. Rick, we really appreciate it. Nice to meet you. Thanks All for right. stopping by. There Thanks you for go. having me. Rick guys. Harrison of Pond Stars here from Radio Row in Las Vegas. Our guest presented by Spice and Foods, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, you don't know who's, you never know who's just going to stop oh. by. Uh, that's what happened. The, the Taylor Swift shirt. That was the key. Drew him in. That was the key. And then we get to ask him, you know, a couple of things real quick about whether or not he just said, if you're not good at something, stop doing it. 
Well, Cody, you have not sold all. This was my no, big I've concern only sold some of, of it. with the Amazon palette. We were going to put all this money into it and not sell. And he's like, maybe you're just not good at selling things. Turns out he's oh, figured wow. out a, a nice way to, to make plenty of money at his. I have been to his pawn store, uh, pawn shop here, uh, of course, from Pawn Stars, and they, they have like thousands of people that walk in because everybody wants to see the, the store from the show. Of course. And the Taylor, we were told he has like a t- autographed Taylor Swift t shirts or something, or yeah. like, and they're $3,500 or something. Well, he said it was like a big frame. It was a big frame, frame sure, yeah. piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her autograph, some art, and all that stuff. Look, that stuff's always going to sell. Shirts are going to bring them in, and then we'll just figure out where we go from I there. used to watch. I don't, I don't watch as much anymore. Oh, I used like, to watch that show. Too. I, I like used the, to like, watch. Roadshow yeah, it's been a while. There was a point in time where, I mean, I constantly, constantly would watch that show. Uh, not as much here recently, but. Appreciate him giving us some time. All right, we're a little late for a break. Come back. We'll get to the Chiefs Red Half Hour. We're going to have Chris Fowler, who will be on the international call for the game, joining us in about 15 minutes or so. And uh, we'll get back into the discrepancy, Mahomes, Purdy, and what has to happen for it to shrink if possible. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Next. Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold. Every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Our big game coverage brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union, proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. Of course, you can watch the show on YouTube, Twitch as well, Twitter, Facebook, as we are in Las Vegas. And Thursday will be, it is already the busiest day from Radio Row. And if you were listening in the last segment, you, know, you never know who's going to stop by. A lot more, a lot more celebrities here Uh, today than there were even yesterday. We're expected to be joined by Chris Fowler, really the voice of ESPN and voice of tennis and football. He will actually be one of the uh, international voices for the Super Bowl. ESPN does the international. Like people literally, if you're on a cruise ship and you you still want to watch the Super Bowl, that's the broadcast you get. Yeah, you get Chris Fowler on that call. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, man, who goes on a cruise in the middle of the Super Bowl? I don't know. If you want to get away from the cold cold weather, go, go take a cruise to the Caribbean. You Come know? to Vegas. To, well, not this week. 
Normally, I would say well, go to Vegas. To the go weather to this week in Vegas is not Vegas-like. I mean, what? this is unbelievable. It doesn't feel like we're allowed to complain. But no, it's we been cannot. Brisk. Yeah, the, 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 our Uber drivers have been like, yeah, the weather. They're like, the weather sucks. It's normally not like this, and all, and, and that's the case. This was just bad luck. That's all that was. Yesterday, we spoke to a guy who said, "I have lived in Vegas my entire life." Like a couple days ago, this is the most rain I've ever seen in a single week in my entire life here. And you're like, what? You've lived here? Because it rained for like a day and a half straight. I know it doesn't sound like much based on Kansas yeah. City, but apparently in Vegas, that's about the maximum amount you can get. That's fine. We'll, uh, we'll somehow endure. This is like Kyle Shanahan complaining about the field based on that, which speaking of, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, this is why I, and I know he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet, but why I am firm in my stance that Kyle Shanahan is one of the five best coaches in the NFL is, he got Jimmy Garoppolo, and then he followed up getting Jimmy Garoppolo by getting Brock Purdy, a seventh-round rookie to the NFC title game last year, and then a seventh-round second-year player to the Super Bowl. Credit to where it's due, but there's still a gap in the quarterback play to the point that it is, it is the hardest thing for me to shake because the gap between the Chiefs' weapons on offense, let's just say weapons, Debo McCaffrey and for the 49ers, the Chiefs' weapons, where you're like, well, Kelsey and Rasheed, he's a rookie, and Pacheco. The gap between those weapons, it's still bigger between quarterback, in my opinion. Of course. Like if you made me rank the Chiefs' weapons in the league 1 through 15, the gap is different, and it's at quarterback, which is a significantly different position. There's no question. I mean, I, I don't think anybody's going to debate the, the discrepancy of, of QB play in this game. The question will be, and I think all that matters for Brock Purdy, he doesn't have to try to go be the better quarterback in the game. He doesn't. Like, no? He doesn't have to try. That's not been the M.O. for them all year. He doesn't have to be that. He just has to make sure he doesn't make the mistakes. And that, that's why I'll be really curious to see, are they able to uh, limit uh, the mistakes on the 49ers' side? Are they able to have a turnover-free game? Because I, I think ultimately that is going to be what could it, you know, cost the 49ers. It's not, not that he has to go throw for 300-plus yards. No, they, they just need to find somebody that doesn't make some mistakes uh, and doesn't turn the football over. And that's where Kansas City, who didn't really force turnovers a whole lot this year. No. But in the postseason, what has happened? The, They've been better the, at the it. The Chiefs have been able defensively to come up with some big-time turnovers. We, we last, Two weeks ago, we were discussing Lamar Jackson not fumbling the football all that much. Since Thanksgiving, and, I think, is what we had said, and then he lost the ball. That's right. That yeah, the, the, the strip sack from Charles Amenehu will not be available in this game. All right, we're joined once again on Radio Row from a special guest, Chris Fowler of ESPN, really the voice of ESPN, Chris, and you're going to be on the well, There's a lot of voices of ESPN. I'm not yeah. claiming that. <laughs> but that voice. that voice to be one of them. I mean, yeah. that. come on now. That, that's, an, that's an iconic <laughs> voice that we've, we've got in front of us right now. It's an honor to have you on the Thank show, you, and our guests are presented by Spice and Foods. Uh, how's Vegas treating you so far? I got in late last night. Uh, I've been out here when, when the game wasn't here just to take in the Super Bowl. A couple, a couple of Pac-12 games out here, UFC out here. This is cool, though. It's you know, it's we are calling the game for the Australia, Kiwi, and cruise ship feed. So no one I know in this country will get anywhere near this. But it still doesn't diminish <laughs> the fact that it's going to be fun to be inside the building and and see the Chiefs and the Niners. I could do the entire game, Chiefs and 49ers, in a really average Australian <laughs> accent, uh, which would annoy the the audience down there. Do you brush up on your you know your your uh, Hey, I want to make a reference to the people who might be listening to this. I'm going to talk so to I, get I know like, those people, man. Like, mention the, the you know the best rugby player in the world and just make sure he gets referenced. As, Whenever as the Chiefs get a stop and Wisniewski runs out there, the Australian crowd will go crazy. I mean, every, every 49ers punt is going to excite them. That's right. No, I, I think, no, seriously, I've, I've covered the Australian Open tennis for like 20-some right. years. So I've been down there during Super Bowl time. I've watched many Super Bowls, which are on Monday morning down there, in bars. 
in Sydney and in Melbourne, you know, trying to feel connected to home while I have a couple of days after the tournament to decompress. And so I know those people. They put a jersey on. doesn't matter what team's in the game. They're going to wear their team's jersey to a bar, and they will start drinking whenever they have to, and they'll have a really good time. And I've seen it grow from something down that's a curiosity. I watched the Chiefs win. I watched Joe Tessitzer call the Chiefs Niners games in a bar in Sydney. I can put myself right there. And so I'll talk to those people when we do the broadcast because I'm sure there's going to be Chiefs fans down under who jumped in the bandwagon here to be watching the game. Well, I, can, I, think, uh, go ahead. I was going to say I've been impressed because Travis Kelsey even the podium today said he was like vying for Andy. He's like, I'm trying to get a game in Spain because the international game and the scene has impressed and grown so much to the point that the NFL is going to put a game the day after opening night for Thursday on a Friday in Brazil. That's yeah. like a wild decision. I called the game in Wembley, which is really cool. We, we had a, a game there uh, this season, and uh, I've seen a lot of great soccer in Wembley. I've seen some good concerts there. To call a game there was pretty cool. To see the, the, the English fans were, you know, they're somewhat knowledgeable. I don't know Brazil. Like, are they going to have any idea what they're watching? Don't know. They're, they're going to be fired up because they're fired up for everything. But I don't. I think it's cool. This game itself, uh, the quarterback. We were just talking as you were walking up about Brock Purdy, Mahomes. And, uh, Brock Purdy doesn't have to play better than Patrick Mahomes in this game. That, that's not required for that. They, they, that's in fact very unlikely. They, they better can still hope win. not if you're the Niners fans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you see these two teams from the quarterbacks and, and what each one is going to be asked to do? Fascinating because you know you got one team that although the Chiefs obviously as people listening know were built around defense and other things, fifteen is still fifteen, and he shows up and every opponent fears him, respects him, and knows that when he's out there, um, they got their hands full. Purdy is going to be a guy that I think no matter what he does in his career is going to be underappreciated because when you're Mr. Irrelevant, uh, when you don't come in with a lot of fanfare, when you don't wow people at the combine with your measurables, you can't throw the ball from here across this giant convention center, people are going to question you. But when you look at the season he's had, Chiefs fans should not be overconfident. We got this. Brock Purdy, who's he? We just went and beat Lamar Jackson. We beat Josh Allen. Who's this guy? Eh, be very careful with that because you look at him, and the deeper you look at Purdy, the more you understand why the Niners are in this position. Yes, I understand the cast is tremendous. I mean, I'm a McCaffrey guy from way back. I love Christian McCaffrey. And I respect their defense and their entire organization. Yes, their coaching staff and the infrastructure is awesome. But it doesn't work without that guy. And even though I never covered him in college, I always say it was never quite good enough to get our broadcast there. It's kind of neither was Texas Tech when Pat was there either, by the way. So I never saw either of these guys play in person in college. You know, Purdy should not be underestimated. Against the Blitz, his metrics are very good. Under pressure, his numbers are very good. Throws the ball downfield very well. These are all the things that, you know, situationally uh, you're judged by. And he, he, he shows up and does it. Now, it hasn't been great throughout the postseason. He's got those bad patches in each of the two wins they've had, so they've had to come from behind. Would not want to do that against Kansas City. Do not want to have one of those bad halves as an offense and as a quarterback that they've had and then try to recover. Right? That wouldn't be a good idea the way that the pad in this offense is playing right now. Statistically where the 49ers have been, they've been the best offense in football. I think sometimes that gets lost a little bit because of the Purdy stuff. But I think the Chiefs' defense is just as underrated. Yeah. They do not get discussed with the level of defensive play. They have been the best defense in football consistently through an entire season. Never allowed more than 27 points. That the No one else in the NFL could stop people from getting to 30. Yeah. Hell, even the 49ers have allowed 30 points or more in three of their last six games. 
it's, it's shocking. It's probably even disorienting for a lot of Chiefs fans. Wait a minute, this is us? We, we're we winning with defense? Good, but but because you look at this team, they've had to, right, out of necessity. There's no, they're nowhere near this game, if, you, if what you just said isn't true. Because you're not used to seeing – I'm a Denver fan from growing up. Like, they don't score a touchdown. They score nine points. Yeah. Denver, they, they, they come out here. They, or I guess it was a home game against the Raiders. They put 14 up, right? So down the stretch, they didn't have it totally fixed. Then they get in the playoffs, and they flip the switch, and – 87 is going out of his mind, and you, you, they're looking like the Super Bowl champs. But I, I think the well-roundedness of this team is is what's really impressive. And in fact, the winning DNA is obviously permeates the roster, and that's what you lean on. Top to bottom roster, Niners have the edge. I don't think even Chiefs fans would they fight that. I don't no, know. No, they fight yeah. that against the Ravens either. Well, I mean, if you went into you won a play. I, I did Baltimore game. They didn't have Lamar playing late in the year, but that's a brutal place to win as a visitor. And it was all set up for the Ravens. And they went in there. They broke Buffalo hearts. They broke. I mean, they broke Ravens hearts. They reached in and pulled it out of their chest and stepped on it. That's that kind of win. I think relish the role of doing that. No doubt. So that's why. When you pick against the Chiefs, man, you do so at your own peril. I, I know what what the experts say about the depth of the roster. I also know when the Chiefs are out there and, and you got 15 and 87 in that defense, you know, good luck. You you, you, they're not going to give it to you. You mentioned it is there as we're talking to Chris Fowler of ESPN, the, the villain role. Chiefs, it, it's a weird spot because you grew up, you said, in Denver, right? Yeah, I did. And, yeah. and so to think that Kansas City and a team from Kansas City would now be a team that a lot of people hate. Yeah. Well, you went 50 years without winning a Super Bowl, right? Before, <laughs> exactly. before that game. And lovable underdog and you for think, a while. You think about that year, like four years ago, these teams played, and like the Chiefs, I think they scored like 87 points or something in, in, the, in the two playoff games going right. into the game. And they, but they gave up a ton. Yes. I mean, they were they were yeah. winning. They were falling way behind and winning these shootouts. And you think about how different different the the texture is of that the team four years later, and how brilliant Andy Reid is, and how they you just adjust and win with what you got, right? I want to just go back to what you had said about like, hey, they came to the postseason and flipped it. I think there's a part of that, that gets misunderstood about like, and you've watched a lot of all time great players and players who play their best in the big moments. Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in mitigating turnovers anyway in the postseason he's twice as good like in your being around great players there are some players who will just take whatever they are and be 10 percent better in those moments every time i think that's what really separates him from everyone else in this league right now no doubt it which makes him special to watch that's why when i say like i didn't call him a homes game in college and texas tech wasn't an elite team see there's no way of knowing that about him because ah we knew he no you didn't because he wasn't in that position Right, of, just that one Baker game. That was it. Right, he, he lost that one too. You don't have, you don't have guys who go through a college where you lose six games or five games, but then rise to the occasion because you're playing on the Weed Whacker Bowl. Yeah. If you have five losses in college, so you don't get a chance to see a dude bounce back, redeem himself, up his level from pretty average. I mean, the offense was pretty average for a lot of the year, as you know. It wasn't just drop passes or penalties. It's all of it. And and then for him to come and flip the switch, I don't think I've seen a more dramatic switch flip than, than, than these last three games, frankly. So. I, I, you, you, you were working in any Taylor Swift? So we had the Taylor Swift I, shirts. I, I sit I, down before you even start talking. There's a Taylor Swift T-shirt here. <laughs> As you um, can imagine, very popular in Kansas City right now. I, I, are, these, are these offered up to guests? Go for it, absolutely. If you'd like a shirt, you're welcome I, I to one. I don't know that I'll ever put it on myself, but I, I know somebody <laughs> that would like that shirt. No, listen, I mean, who who is so angry right. and mad at the world and and – just chafed at where their life is that they would get on the air or sit in a bar or talk to anybody and bitch about the fact that Taylor Swift likes the NFL 
is in love with one of the best players in the league, is showing up at games, is, is showing what appears to be 100% authentic enthusiasm, that's going to piss you off? I mean, come on. People love to, you know, people just love to be grumpy and they don't like upset about happy. something. Yeah. There's a lot of angry older dudes, though, yes. who seem to be, they're not, the, the farthest thing from Swifties who seem to be d- disproportionately upset about this. And I, I just wonder, like, okay, it, it starts with two young people in love. Okay, let's just start there, right? I'm assuming that Sounds they are. Sounds nice. Right? That's not a bad place to start. If that's the foundation of it. And then she's excited because she's never been around the job that he does, and it's pretty damn exciting to 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 come on the scene and and witness this. I mean, and you're going to get upset about it. <laughs> Whatever. Is she going to make it back from Tokyo? Have we? Do we have the logistics, Chris, locked in? We know way more about her concert schedule than we probably do. We should. know when she lands. When you not yet. Officially. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember she's suing that kid in college. Oh she, God. She, well, she just found out the hard way. Some kid in college who is oh, tracking yeah. her private plane. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Have you not seen high level recruiting yet? We've been playing or high exactly. level coaching changes. Oh my God! Plane tracking has been oh, a part yeah. of college football forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this uh, this assistant coach was on this private plane into this SEC <laughs> town, uh-huh. and we, we you know, and he met with this real t- real estate agent and saw this house. Yeah, you know that's that's we've been doing. You're right. We've been doing that in college for a long time. It's uh, she just got to adjust to the new side. What style of game do you think that this is? By the way, good question, man. I see the over under. I'm wondering like, is the under the smart play because the Chiefs have gone under a lot, and the the, the maybe. Maybe the town we're sitting in hasn't quite caught up to the fact that these games are far more low score. I could really see a low-scoring game. I really could. I mean, you, you talk about I'd the Chiefs' it. defense, the Niners' defense is respectful. I mean, they're they're a, pr- a proven big play defense. I mean, to do they, – they had their moments where they got torched. If you look at the tape, you oh, my God, like Detroit's speed overwhelmed them. Williams and Gibbs are running past them, and they're sleepwalking, and they're down 17, and then they didn't allow anything. You know, and the Chiefs, you know – are we going to see the Chiefs' offense was in the second half of Baltimore? Right. Or the one that came out guns blazing and built a lead? I mean, I, I, it's a good question. I, I could see this being low scoring way quicker than I could see this being like a race to 30. And we're all on the same page. We, we've been talking about that all week. The, the Chiefs' second half, we were, we were looking at some of the betting angles for this. Second half unders for yeah. the Chiefs. 18-2 and two under. So low scoring second halves, I could definitely see it being a low scoring game. I mean, as well. that's you know sometimes it's just because they're struggling for their life. Yes, and sometimes it's because you, when you look at that, they, they got a lead and they're sitting at it. It hasn't been the latter very often, as you know. So, Chris Fowler with ESPN, you'll be on the international broadcast. I know of one person for sure. I can guarantee you, my uncle's going to be in Australia. Or is in Australia for the last month. So, uh, one person I can promise you, and he he grew up in Kansas City and he lives in the Bay Area. So, the perfect. I got Lewis Riddick and Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> no, they are absolute. I'm going to say this. Would love. They're football nerds. They admit it. They could break down a game for nine hours. They could do all 22. I don't know that your, your friends in Australia are going to want that. <laughs> yeah. but I, I'm sure we'll adjust, but uh, they're, they're going to get a lot of NFL brain power next to me in the booth when you're in Australia listening to this thing. So. Chris, appreciate the time. Pleasure, guys. Chris Good. Fowler of ESPN, our guest here from Las Vegas, presented by Sp- Spice, and Has- uh, Spice and Foods, excuse me, the official sauces of the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, when we think about uh, the upcoming game on Sunday and something we were just talking about with Chris. Like, I, I think the, low, the lower-scoring game is absolutely in play. And I, I haven't and talked to many Kansas people. City. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the kind of game that they need to be in if they want to win this thing. Yeah, I, I think – I mean, we all seem to be in agreement. Occasionally someone comes on here. Was it – who was it? Someone was like – maybe it was a Monday game. So like, ah, I think it's going to be 38-35. You're like, whoa, whoa. You're like, we're going that again? No. I, Kansas City 
hasn't really been in a high-scoring game. Buffalo's about the closest they got to, yeah. in my opinion, all season, the entire year. The Buffalo game is as close as they got to, like, what if it was a shootout? And they still held that team in the second half to under a touchdown for the whole second half. They didn't score as much in the second half. Like, it still went that way where – because it's not just that the Chiefs' defense is great in the second half. It's they also don't score, as we know. That's what the unders yes. in the second half have been hitting. They don't score, and their opponents don't score. Well, well no wonder it's an <laughs> under every time if nobody's ever going to put points on the board. It is weird to just think about somebody's on a cruise ship or whatever and just watching the Super Bowl on, on a completely different broadcast than, than everybody else. Yeah. That's just like, I, just, I just can't imagine that. But It'd also be weird to watch the Super Bowl on a Monday morning. That like, well, yeah, in Australia, Australia like, yeah. get up, it's like 9 a.m., and you're just like watching the Super Bowl. That would throw me off so much. But I guess over there you're used to watching NFL games that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're that's just the used time to you watch them. Now, if you're there vacationing, you know, way different. You're just completely thrown off. In fairness, I've gone to a bar with a friend to watch, like, a Premier League final. Well, the World, nine Cup, in the the World Cup, uh, yeah. this, uh, not, maybe not as much this past year, but sometimes matches are at 5 a.m. Chris Fowler was just at, in Australia. Now, this Australian Open, Drew, you were watching it. Australian Open's on at, what, 3 a.m., 2 a.m.? The final was on at 2.30, yes. I, I, I was <laughs> Wait, not you were up? No, I was oh. not up for the final, but my, but, but my wife and I would stay up until, like, midnight or even a little bit later to, to catch a match because a lot of the stuff was in prime time, uh, post-prime time. Jason Kelsey, not going to be able to join the show, but oh. he will be getting a Taylor Swift Loves Kansas City t-shirt. Oh? Like he <laughs> already got it? Or? I, I gave it to his agent. Nice. Okay. And, uh, and Chad Ochocinco says he's picking the Chiefs because we want the Chiefs to win. He was like, who do you want to win? I said, well, I work at KC. He goes, all right, the Chiefs are going to win then. He just says that to everybody that stopped, that asked him who's going to win. I, who I, I caught up with win? Chad Ochocinco. I, I did not put what it in the video, you? but I told him who day, and he said uh, who day. Okay. That's where it Thank was. Thank you for that's, not putting that in the video. That's what it was. That's what it was. This is Drew's dream. Yeah. Later Jamar on, Chase is supposed to be here. And T. Higgins. Ocho so Singer. former former Bengal, soon to be Chief T. Higgins, will will be <laughs> will be here. And current Bengals wide receiver uh, T. T that would Chase. be a question if I got T. What would it be like to play with Patrick Mahomes next season? It's a fair oh. question. It's a fair question. Honestly, if he wants to come on the show only to answer that question, he's welcome here. Although, <laughs> got all those concerns about wide receiver. It's not that they aren't real and they don't have to deal with it in the postseason. I'm not going to worry about it for this game. I'm going to worry uh, about how they match up in this one. I don't have to sweat over wide receivers as much. All right, coming up next, we will be joined by Trey Wingo, Caesar Sportsbook. Talk a little betting with him. How does he see this game playing out? And Cody says this potential player's final game in a KC uniform could mean big, big things. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.